Hey Walruses, we're going to dive right into episode 77 with your host Gavin Wall, serial entrepreneur and the world's only speed mentor, hitting up your devices with the roadmap to Nirvana, also known as Walrus Island, every morning at 7am. And today I'm asking you, who are you measuring yourself up against? I'll say it one more time for the hard of hearing, who are you measuring yourself up against? What's your benchmark? What's the litmus test? What is success? Who do you compete with? Who do you compete with? Is it your next door neighbour? That's fucking dangerous because they're probably faking it. Don't be keeping up with the Joneses. Maybe you're competing with your father. I did that for a long time. I slayed that particular dragon. But then I realised it kept me in the legal game for a decade more than I might have been otherwise if I hadn't been trying to compete with my father. Maybe you're competing with your mother. That's dangerous terrain. Competing with the matriarch of any family is dangerous terrain. Maybe it's your brother, your sister, or even your work colleague, or your or what about your employer? Do you know what I say? You're better benchmarking yourself against your own potential. That's what this episode's all about. Benchmarking yourself against your own potential. You're unique to you. Only you have the particular circumstances, the physical makeup, the DNA that you have. No one else has that. So stick to competing against yourself, folks. Don't be holding anybody else up to compete against. The reason why I believe so many people benchmark themselves against others. Here's a wee insight into what I actually think here about this, folks. Because it's easy to give yourself a way out when you do. It's easy to give yourself a way out when you benchmark yourself against other people. So let's take the example. If you benchmark yourself against the most successful person in your street or your neighbourhood or your industry. Or increasingly maybe someone on LinkedIn, for instance. And maybe you don't know them very well, so you don't know what makes them tick. Now, the problem with that benchmarking is that as soon as one of the wheels comes off one of your wagons, or you're under pressure, or you've hit a brick wall, or you're feeling pain, or you've had a significant loss of profit profitability, the next thing that happens is that you'll start to say to yourself, aye, but sure, he or she, they, they, they had a start in this industry, their, their father gave them a start or she got lucky because her timing was lucky and she opened up just after the recession. Or I know she's cutting corners and that's where the profitability is coming from in that business. Or his service isn't as good as mine so he can beat me on, on the price point. Or I know he's a hateful bastard so I'm not going to bother competing with him anymore. Look, you see how easy it is to let yourself off the hook when you outsource the, fo- the focus of your benchmarking to other people. As soon as you struggle, you mask your own issues by thinking negatively about someone else and you're completely off the hook to wallow in your own mediocrity. Now, I'm competing with where I can, competing with where I can be or where I should be or where I could be, not with where others can be. It's pure. There's no escape hatches when you do it this way. Now, I've said it in an earlier episode that one of my main driving forces is that when they put me in the wooden box... And hopefully that's another, what am I now, 49. Hopefully that's another, oh, I'd love to get another 60 years. Another 60 years would be great, maybe more. Put me in the wooden box and I go up to the pearly gates to meet St. Peter at the pearly gates to decide whether he's letting me in or not. And he'll say to me, here you are, Gavin. Here's what we had planned for you. But holy shit, you absolutely smashed it. You became far more than we thought. 
You could be at the start with the stuff that we put into you. Come straight through. No need to pass go. There's no doubt in my mind that he's going to say that. He's not going to say to me, look Gavin, here's Richard Branson. The guy created abundance all around him. Took people to space. Give back billions of pounds to charity. No, he's not going to worry about any of that. And I don't think about that either. And neither should you. I only worry about bettering myself. And so should you, my friends. So raise a standard that you expect from yourself. Don't sweat what someone else is doing as your base metric. Now, don't get me wrong. If there are people who are killing it in an industry that you're in and you're hoping to achieve in that industry, by all means, watch what they're doing. Try and get close to learn your craft from them. Seek their counsel. Try and get them as a mentor. Read everything you can about how they did it. Study how they conduct themselves on social but do not use them as the metric in the here and now. Because if you do all the research and you've opened your own eyes, you'll see that they have been putting in the grind. They might look at it, they might make it look like it's easy. And those who look superficial, uh, those who look only superficially think the successful person has a gift and it's all natural to them. But believe me, that's almost never the case. They have worked on themselves relentlessly usually in the private of their own homes or their own working place, preparing, working hard, refining, studying, learning, asking questions, researching, analysing, cutting out the noise just to make themselves the best version of themselves. And that's what your job is too. Get the work. Get down to the deep, deep work on yourself. Get committed to yourself. Forget about everyone else. Come on, walruses. Score yourself. I'm going to give you a wee task to do here. We spreadsheet. Get your spreadsheets out, folks, whether it's Microsoft Excel or whichever one you like to use. Score yourself on each of the following 10 topics. This is how you're going to track your own progress. Score yourself on each of the following 10 topics. We've covered all of these in the Speed Mentor Retreat, so you can go back to those episodes if you need to. Now, I've picked them at random, but I I've want you to get used to tracking what you do and the deep work that you're doing on yourself. So I want you to score yourself today out of 10 on each of the following. And I want you to refer to this spreadsheet each and every Tuesday and track your score. So this will be a weekly thing that you build in every Tuesday to track your own progress. Now the 10 I've picked out, you can pick out others. The 10 I've picked out is number one, what's your morning routine like? Score yourself out of 10. Number two, what's your alcohol intake like? Score yourself. You've done this on a Monday morning and you might have put a different score beside that one. Uh, what's your alcohol intake like and how? what effect is it having on your productivity? Number three, stop selling, start adding value. Score yourself out of 10 there. Number four, massive action. Are you taking the massive action? Score yourself out of 10. Number five, building your own unstoppable mindset. Are you doing that? Are you building your own unstoppable mindset? Number six, are you investing in yourself? Are you spending money? Are you spending time investing and developing yourself? Number seven, what's your gratitude like? Number seven, what's your gratitude like? Score yourself out of 10. Number eight, how are your procrastination levels? Not like the one, the purposeful procrastination I said in the last episode, but your actual procrastination, doing fuck all because you've got your finger in your hole. Number eight, score yourself in procrastination out of 10. Number nine, how rigorous is your goal setting? How rigorous is your goal setting? Score yourself out of 10 on that. And then the 10th and final one that I want you for the spreadsheet is your gratification deferment. How good are you at putting off, treating yourself, wasting money, spending time on nonsense? That's number 10, gratification deferment. I've got, a, I've got an episode on each of those and those are the 10 I've picked out. Now, instead of comparing yourself against other people who are probably, they're probably fronting in any event 
And maybe they might be in debt up to their eyeballs just to pay for their lifestyle. That's not something you want to replicate. If you track your performance on each of these indicators over time every week and you just keep nudging your scores upwards by competing against yourself and only against yourself, then you will grow and win over time. But win against your own unique self starting point, not some straw man down the road. Okay, as Theodore Roosevelt said, comparison is the thief of joy. Comparison is the thief of joy. And it's all too easy these days with Instagram and other social media channels which dominate our lives to see someone else at their very best or more likely than not with a flattering or a false perception of their life or of their success. And we fall into the comparison trap and it steals any joy that we have in our own lives. Now, it's almost like a form of self-harm, folks. It's really damaging stuff. Remember, don't be fooled by the glossy image. If that person's had genuine success, they'll have done the hard work on themselves that you're going to do by tracking your progress on the 10 areas I've outlined um, earlier. Now, they they will not have had that success without doing that sort of task. Okay, folks? They will not have got it easy. Nobody has success the easy way unless you buy a lottery ticket. Okay. Now, when when I was putting together this episode, I got to thinking about who might embody that deep work on themselves. Who has current mega stardom but worked and worked and worked on themselves without reference to others. And I came up with somebody and I did a wee bit of research on them there for you folks. He's called um, Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester Stallone. You've probably heard of him and you probably know him as Rocky. I think I've mentioned him once or twice in some of the episodes. Um, or, Adrian! Adrian! I've mentioned him once or twice and there he was there shouting in the background. I have him locked up in the room next door. Now, in his life, he was born with partial paralysis of his face. And that's why you see his uh, um, face sort of slightly um, sink, you know, on one side. And he slurs his words. Now, surely that partial paralysis ruled him out of a career in acting. I mean, people did laugh at him uh, a little bit. People who were unkind when he was doing that movie and they thought that he was putting up, but that's actually the way he speaks. Number two, he couldn't get hired whenever he moved to New York as an actor and he couldn't get hired and he ended up homeless for several weeks. He had so little money. He then, he couldn't actually afford Bupka, I think it was, or Bushkus or whatever the hell his dog was called. He couldn't afford to feed his dog, so he had to sell his dog to feed himself. And then he saw Muhammad Ali fight and that gave him an idea to pivot a little bit and write a screenplay. And he wrote the Rocky screenplay in three days, just in three days. That's like it takes me to do one episode for flip sick in three days. Then he pitched the idea to some producers who offered him $125,000, which was a small fortune at that, at that time. But they said that he wasn't allowed to act in the movie. They would buy the rights, but he couldn't act in it. So he turned down that offer and that was a that was a huge amount of money for him, but his dream was to be an actor, and that's what he'd been working on all his all of his life. He'd been doing that deep work that we're talking about. He hadn't been comparing himself to anybody else. He'd been doing a deep work on himself, um, and that was his dream. That was his own personal target. He worked hard. His goals, his guerrilla goals, have been set so hard, and he put so much effort in that he wasn't ever going to give that up on his guerrilla goals. He must have been out of ten, folks, because he wouldn't give it up for one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. The producers then offered him $325,000 a few weeks later because they liked the script that much. But again, he turned it down because they wouldn't let him act in the movie. Now, how strong, if you are if you haven't got your gorilla goal setting at 10, if your gorilla goal setting isn't at 10, 
what are the other ones that we've got here? Um, and your routine. He must have had a great routine at that stage. He'd obviously a lot of gratitude in his life. Um, so he had worked really hard on himself. But if he didn't have his Gorilla Gold setting at 10, he'd have taken $325,000. He'd have taken that money. But he knew he wanted to be in the movie. And that was his Gorilla Gold. So he turned down the short-term win because he wanted the long-term victory. And the movie eventually took $200 million. You know what he got paid for acting in that movie whenever they eventually relented and he wouldn't take the $325? He got paid $35,000 to act in the movie. So instead of $325,000 not to act in the movie, he got paid $35,000 because they thought it would be a bomb because he was in it. $35,000. So he gave up two hundred and ninety. He effectively paid $290,000 to act in his own movie. And the movie went on to eventually gross $200 million and the rest is history. His goal setting was a 10, folks. Where are you on the scale of all of those 10 things? Have you done your schedule out yet? Press stop on this recording at the minute or on this episode and go and do that. So it doesn't matter where you are now. It doesn't matter where you've been. It only matters that you stop competing with others and start benchmarking yourself against yourself. That's the only metric that matters Committing to improving your standards in all areas of your life. Use the 10 that I've given you. Your morning routine, your alcohol, adding value, massive action, building your mindset, investing in yourself, your gratitude, your procrastination, your goal setting, your gratification deferment, or make your own list and start moving the fucking needle. When you get really proficient at this stuff, you can do what I do. And I normally pick one person who's in an industry that I'm moving into. And I say to myself, That's an inspiring person who's had great success. I think I can be just as good as them and achieve what they've achieved. And I use that person's success to motivate myself, to keep me going through all the tough stuff that I know they'll have gone through to get the success that they're currently having. It's less of a comparison that hurts people's psychology, but more of a motivational tool to inspire me. Now, I never fall into the comparison trap as I'm well first at this. Uh, so just be careful if you're trying to break the cycle before you do so. Uh, only start focusing on other people once you've broken this cycle and you can use one person maybe as inspiration rather than comparison. Now, your only comp- competition in this race is really yourself. That's where you should be focusing. And as soon as you do, you'll get faster and stronger and you'll be winning races you wouldn't dare have entered in the past. Thanks so much for talking to the wall today, folks. If you've enjoyed this free resource, please give me a subscription and a review. Just like this review I got from Top YB customer. That must be a Yogi Berry customer. Top YB customer. Um, I'm sorry to tell you I don't own Yogi Berry anymore. Uh, but thank you very much. I'm sure the new owner will be delighted that you're still going. Um, said the following, give, give the following review. He's called his review the best business podcast. And it says, love the Speed Mentor podcast, full of no-nonsense, actionable advice. Listen to it every day. It will change your life. Thank you very much for that. So if you want to shout out, just hit me up with a review and pay your life debt to me for all the wonderful advice I'm dishing out on the Speed Mentor podcast gratis. Now, don't forget about my Unstoppable Mindset event on the 27th of June at the Bull Hotel at 7pm. I know that many of you maybe have been unable to get out of your comfort zones in the past and take the first step 
on the road to personal development um, at any of the events. Well, I'll be there on the 27th along with 40 other like-minded individuals. Why don't you come down, maybe even bring a friend if you can't get up the quite get up the confidence to come down on your own or hit me up on my, my social um, LinkedIn, Insta, Facebook or Twitter and get a conversation with me going and I'll put you at ease. Now, ticket details are on Eventbrite and on all of those um, social channels and ping me a message if you want some secret sauce to get you the confidence to come and join us. That's your love for today. If you just do you, do the deep work on yourself, forget about everyone else, and you'll achieve abundance in your life. And at the end of the day, it's your choice. I'm a man on a mission.